we'd like to welcome you back to our current event and weekly Bible study for February 8th, 2015. Uh, this is part three. And continuing, continuing where we left off, um, vaccines developed from aborted fetal cell lines. Now, we have already talked about the ProQuad and the MMR2. Okay, we've, we've, I've keyed on those because of all of the thing with measles that's going out right now. And the, the crazy thing is, is the measles portion of it is probably, of all the parts of these vaccines, it's probably one of the least worst, if that's a word. They're all terrible. They're all horrific. But you, you get into the aborted fetal cell lines um, with, the, um, with the rubella and with the Varivax components, uh, depending on which vaccine you're looking at. Okay, so these are some other vaccines that are actually developed from um, uh, fetal, aborted fetal cell lines. Pentacel, which is a polio, DPT, and H, I guess, hepatitis B shot from Sanofi Pasteur. Twinrix, which is a hepatitis A and B combo from Glaxo. I'm assuming GlaxoSmithKline. Zostavax, which is a shingles vaccine by Merck. And then also live vaccines against rubella. Well, um, you've got the monovalent vaccines against rubella, Miravax, Rudavax, and Aravax. Now, all of these have aborted fetal cell line. One of the three cell lines that we've mentioned earlier are in these, one or more. <laughs> okay, in the ProQuad, it had all three. So that is the most cursed vaccine I've ever seen, as I stated. And then also... Um, these are against live vaccines against rubella, MRVax and Rudy Rovax. Now that one has a nice ring to it. Um, I don't think you're going to see as much of that because these are monovalent vaccines, meaning it's only one strain. They want to hit you with everything they can hit you with. They want to get their most bang for the buck. They don't know if they're going to get you back in. So I would think they would want to really hit you with the MMR or the ProQuad, which when the ProQuad you're getting chicken pox on top of measles, mumps, rubella, and you're getting that additional aborted fetal cell line with the MMR2 built in. To me, that would be the one that, that if, if I were Satan giving the dosage, that would be the one I would try to get into everybody because they're going to be hitting you from so many different angles and your body is just going to go crazy. I mean, it's, it's also a proven fact that all of these autoimmune diseases that were, were very, that were not prevalent whatsoever before the modern day advent of vaccines have just skyrocketed as a result of this because you're, you're bypassing the immune systems, your body says, whoa, what's going on? And it has an autoimmune reaction, which is why we have all of these autoimmune diseases now, and at least in large part due to, thanks to these vaccines. Also, another one that has aborted fetal cell lines is the combined vaccine against rubella and mumps, marked under the name of Bivax. And then also the MMR2, which we've already discussed uh, at length, and the Trimovax, um, which is Sanofi Pasteur, and Priorix from GlaxoSmithKline. So these are some other ones. Now, let's move on. More vaccines cultured from human cell lines from aborted babies. Um, there are two against hepatitis A. Vaquata, V-A-Q-T-A, produced by Merck, and Havrix, um, both of them are using the MRC-5 aborted fetal cell line, and then also you have your vaccine Verivax, which uses the WI3A and the MRC-5, which is the chickenpox one that's incorporated into the ProQuad MMR2 vax. Um, being the worst one I've ever seen, again. And then also another vaccine against polio, which is poliovax. And then another one against rabies, imovax. Um, and then another one against smallpox, ACAM1000. And so all of the, there, I'm leaving some stuff out here. I'm not getting into all the technical stuff, but it is here available. Now I did find one other one that I wasn't aware of, and this one isn't gonna be one that is going to be very prevalent, but it is on the list, and it's an adenovirus vaccine, and its commercial name is adenovirus 
um, type 4 and type 7 vaccine. I guess it's an oral. And it is using hip human diploid aborted baby cell culture WI38, that, that line. And it also tells you all the other garbage that's in it. I mean, it's just... They put so much garbage in these vaccines. It's unbelievable. People just don't die right in the right as, as they're getting injected, you know, um, which does happen sometimes. And then there's other medicines that are incorporating the fetal cell line too. I mean, we talked about not too long ago how about PepsiCo was incorporating that Seminix technology into the flavor taste bud enhancers where they were using ab uh, aborted fetal cell lines in their products. I don't touch anything. Try to touch anything that has to do with PepsiCo. Um, but supposedly they took them out. <laughs> Who knows, you know. Other medicines, though, that incorporate aborted fetal cell lines is a medicine called Pulmozyme, which is for cystic fibro fi fibrosis. It's from a company called Genentech. And then also Enbril, which is for rheumatoid arthritis. It's made by a company called Amagen. So my co final comment on this is that there are a total of 20 vaccines and two medicines that I know of, that, that could be more though, that use aborted baby fetal cell lines to manufacture their cursed products. I went through and I counted them all and that was what the tally came out to, a total of, I guess a grand total of 22 products, 20 of them vaccines, two medicines. I'm sure it's way more than that, but those are just some of the big ones. Now, interestingly enough, if you were just to go and get the measles vaccine, Okay, which you would think if you wanted to keep things real simple when this measles outbreak came out, you'd just say, okay, go get your measles shot. No, no, they're saying MMR, okay, or probably ProQuad, okay. Why? Well, because they're the ones, if you do that, they're the ones that have all this other garbage that I went over. All the aborted fetal cell lines, the, the recombinant human GMO growth, okay. Whereas if you just get a measles vaccine, and I'm not advising this, okay, but it's cultured off chicken embryos, and it does have the fetal bovine serum, and it does have human albumin, but it doesn't have the aborted fetal cell lines, okay. So in that standpoint, it's way better, but they don't they don't push that. They don't want you to get that. They want you to get the one that's mega mega doubly cursed it's going to bring a cursed body soul and spirit on you <laughs> which is the mmr2 or proquid i just thought that was interesting i wanted to throw that in and in, in the interest of of giving the total picture so they don't ever but you you won't even hear about the measles vaccine it's part of the mmr2 but that's the only one they're going to talk about isn't that wonderful well at least they have our best interest at heart okay Next report, insane vaccine ingredients and manufacturer information. Okay, so um, we have listed vaccine ingredients, substances that appear in the final vaccine product, process ingredients, substances that are used to, which are, which are substances used to create the vaccine that may or may not appear in the final vaccine product, and also growth mediums, the substances vaccines are grown in. For 31 vaccines, commonly recommended by the Food and Drug Administration and the CDC. Controversial products used to make vaccines are, okay, so these are just 31 general vaccines that the FDA and the uh, CDC recommend that we take, okay? Okay, so here's some controversial things that are in these. African green monkey cells, they actually should say African diseased green monkey cell uh, actually, it's monkey kidney cells, aluminum, cow products, cocker spaniel cells. So if you're feeling, you know, like you want to be more like a cocker spaniel, you can get that vaccine. Formaldehyde, again, which is embalming fluid. Fetal, uh, human fetal lung cell tissues off aborted babies. Insect products, kind of a personal favorite of mine. And mouse brains. Yes, mouse brains. Which is a kind of another personal favorite. I mean, you know, hey, what's something like about mouse brains? So... You know, yeah, these are the, these are the vaccines. I got them all listed here. You can click on them. I'm not going to go over them all. Th this information, but if you if you're interested in any of these, I mean, you got your DTAPs, all the versions of DTAP shots: diphtheria, tetanus, pertussis, polio, um, hepatitis B, hepatitis A, HPV, human papillomavirus, Japanese encephalitis, uh, meningococcal. Um, pneumococcal, polio, rabies, rotavirus, rubiella, smallpox. You, you kind of got them all here 
and they get into that and you can click on it. But again, I've already, if I, if I were to do that, I mean, I couldn't cover all the other stuff we got, we still have to cover in this teaching. So anyway, that's for your, um, uh, perusal there. Next report is half of all children will be autistic by 2025. Warren senior research scientist at MIT. For over three decades, Stephanie Seneff, PhD, has researched biology and technology over the years, publishing over 170 scholarly peer-reviewed articles. In recent years, she has concentrated on the relationship between nutrition and health, tackling such topics such as Alzheimer's, autism, uh, cardiovascular disease, as well as impact of nutritional deficiencies and environmental toxins on human health. At a conference last Thursday in a special panel discussion about GMOs, she took the audience by surprise when she declared, at today's rate, by 2025, and this is only 10 years from now, one in two children will be autistic. Autism wasn't even known. Like, before, like, I mean, I think maybe into the 1980s it started to be seen. It was like non-existent. Totally coming from the modern day increase in vaccine schedules and also the increasingly horrific ingredients they're putting in the vaccines. Now, granted, as we're going to see here, there's other things that are going on here. But it was originally, that was, the I believe, the main reason that autism started to actually be on the scene. Now, this, what she's talking about, is, is something that is then also increasing this. Remember, Satan's trying to kill us, you know, tons of different ways, trying to defile us, trying to cripple us. And um, this is why the Bible says, you know, that you can be destroyed for lack of knowledge and to not be ignorant of Satan's devices lest he get an advantage of us. And a big reason that watchmen exist like the Bible talks about in Ezekiel 3 and 33, is to warn the people that they are being destroyed. Sometimes the Bible says in Ezekiel 3 and 33 about the sword coming to the city and the watchman not warning the city. Well, this is more of a soft kill. This is more of a, of a um, slow kill. They, they can't come out and just have people dropping dead in the parking lot when they're getting their flu shots. Of course, like I said, sometimes the, the children, after they get vaccines, don't even make it to the elevator. You know, or they're, or they're autistic the next day. Okay, in third world countries, particularly in Africa, they've done a lot more experimenting because that's all we are is a big experiment on the hard kill methods where they're getting vaccinated and these people are dropping dead like that day or nearby. And this is why so much of the time in Africa anymore, they fear when the um, medical people come to do their you know united Nations shots and stuff like that they'll 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 avoid them like the plague because they've seen too many of their compatriots die in horrific ways after they receive these vaccines or whatever medicines there they don't have like the news coverage there they can get away with a lot more they can buy people off there's not the news coverage isn't there there's you know it's just it's a better environment to kill people off whereas here we're under more of a soft kill more of a slower over time, but it's from a ton of different angles. They're trying to accomplish this. And this is just one of the many ways that they're trying to do that. So she noted that the side effects of autism closely mimic those of uh, glyphosate toxicity and presented data showing a remarkable consistent correlation between the use of Roundup, Monsanto Roundup pesticide on crops and the creation of Roundup-ready GMO crop seeds with, I mean, these are, you know what that means? The Roundup-ready crop seeds that are also called Terminator seeds? <laughs> these things grow, you can spray the plant. You don't gotta worry about getting the pesticide on the plant because they're Roundup-ready. See, this is the way God created seeds. To be able to be, you know, you could spray whatever toxic pesticide directly on the plant, which is really where it belongs, obviously. And not have to worry about the plant dying because these plants are Franken crops. They're Roundup ready. They're like, come on, is this all you got? We were born and bred for this Roundup. We eat it up like cotton candy. We love this Roundup. And guess what? We're going to put it in the food that we're making, the GMO Franken food, and it's coming to your dinner table. Yummy. This is what they're doing. 
That's what Roundup Ready means. Also, Terminator seeds, meaning they only have one life cycle before the, the farmer has to go back and is held captive by the guy selling them the seeds. None of this is even remotely the way God intended it. Vaccines, all of this frankenfood, all of this garbage. We're so far away from the way God would intend us to live in that regard. It, it just boggles the mind. But we're brainwashed from a very early age to accept all of this as normal and as scientific. And so we buy into it. I mean, I was in that system for a ton of time. So, when you, when you hear the, the whole word of, of glyphosate, think Roundup, okay? Um, this has also caused the rising rates in autism, she's saying. Okay, now remember, the Roundup Ready and the Terminator seeds weren't really around when the vaccines, particularly when the vaccine schedules were really starting to ramp up into the 80s, into the 90s, and that was when you really started to see autism. So, so she's, she does mention vaccines, okay? But I don't think she's given it near as much credence, okay? I think, yes, this is, the, this is like, okay, the vaccines are working hand in hand now with the glyphosate and with the chemtrails. I was watching, whenever I see these chemtrails fly, I get so righteous and indignant. I was praying, I was, I was going to Charlotte yesterday, and there was, they're up in the sky, and it looked like there was one or two different chemtrail planes where there was a, a white chemtrail, and then there was almost a black one beside it, like a darker one. And I'm thinking, oh, on God's green earth, what are they spraying now? Because like I had said in a recent teaching, they're going to get more aggressive with what they're putting out there. Satan's kind of getting a little bit tired of waiting for all these people to drop dead and die. And again, in order for the whole Georgia Guidestone thing, Ten Commandments of the New World Order to be fulfilled, well, they got to reduce world population to 500 million. Now, I know God's in control of all that, but nonetheless, he still wants to kill off, you know, almost 95% of the population just to get things kicked off so that they'll have more, a more manageable population to control. And if you look at the Hunger Games, well, the population was greatly, greatly reduced. I mean, they were in these towns that were in certain parts, and it wasn't. It didn't look like there was millions of people there. Okay, the population had already been killed off, and then there was vast corridors of just nothing but wilderness in between, like the the mega city, and then these outlying districts where these ultra ultra poor people lived. Okay, so anyway, going back to this. Children with autism have biomarkers indicative of excess um, glyphosate, meaning the children with autism are displaying that they've got these biomarkers where, where they're just being loaded with the glyphosate, which um, will induce zinc and iron deficiency, low, low serum sulfate levels, and seizures and mitochondrial disorders. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, so see, whenever you take in a pesticide like this, the body will throw things at it in order to deal with it. Puts a tremendous stress on the liver and a lot of the organ systems and a lot of your trace minerals will be burned up trying to deal with this poison. So it will create deficiencies. That's why it's so important to, to maintain you know, good nutrition. And, and at bare minimum, at bare minimum from a foundational standpoint, some type of whole food multivitamin with whatever you decide, okay? And I was asked about this, and I'll just go over this super, super quick. Um, the lines that I carry, because people have asked about it, I have got one-a-days now, because I've tried to make it as easy as I can. I've got one-a-days from innate response formula that are, um, there is a one-a-day for men over 40, for men under 40. There's a one a day for women over 40 and for women under 40. And that way it's somewhat specifically tailored to your to your body type in, in whatever stage of life you're in. Okay. So I've got those four. I've also just have a one, it's called a one daily cap from an eight, which is just like, okay, if you just wanted to eliminate all that and just have one for everybody in the family, you could do that one. Um, I have a gummy organic vitamin for children. Unfortunately, innate response formula stopped making their children's and I have no idea. I really 
let them know how I felt on that one, and, and I don't know. But they stopped making them. So I brought in this one, which they also have a probiotic, a, um, chewable for the children, and they have a, a, um, a gummy essential fatty acid. It's like a fish oil one. And they also have the gummy um, multivitamin. Okay, they're organic. It's a really, really good line. Okay, and and um, so I have that because I've had people ask me, okay, well, what multis do you have? Because that's like baseline. That's something that like that everybody should be doing. You know, one a day, and like the one a days I have from an A, they're they're at least sixty. So each bottle lasts two months. Will last you two months, and the one cap I think is like ninety. Um, standard process does have their, their main multivitamin, which the first product they ever developed in 1929 was called Catalan. And it is one of those that has a lot of different things in it as well. A lot of different whole foods. Okay. It doesn't have a lot of any one particular thing, but that is also a very good one. Um, I kind of like the innate response formulas cause they're a little more custom tailored. They have a little more, um, punch to them. But the Catalan is also a very good product. It does come in a children's chewable Catalan, but it doesn't taste that great. I mean, some children may not mind it, but I think most children may not like the taste that much. So we have that as an, as an option. Anyway, I just wanted to kind of cover that a little bit because I had some people um, ask me about it. And, and that's just kind of more of a foundational, okay, this is, these are something that, that if you're going to do like one thing, at least do that. If you're going to do one thing beyond that, like let's say for your immune system, I would recommend the whole food vitamin C by innate response formulas. I mean, personally, that is what keeps my immune system at a, at a highly functioning level. Like I said, the mild silver protein, I, I typically um, will do that a couple times a week just to keep candida levels down, but I don't, it's not something I, I, I do every day. It's something that I keep in reserve for emergencies. Okay, and um, or let's say you get pink eye, okay, or an eye infection. You use the 50 part per million on the mild silver protein in the in the eyes, like one drop a few times a day. And these are these are some things that these are some protocols. If you're going to use it in the sinuses, let's say you're going to atomize it in the sinuses, use 500 part per million. If you're going to put it in your ears, use 500 part per million. Okay, so there's certain strengths you use for different ones. If you're going to put it in an, in a nebulizer. Where you're going to nebulize it in the lung fields, you use 100 parts per million. And the last health newsletter I put out, it had all those parameters on there. So if, you, if you're interested, look at the last health newsletter I sent out, and it has all of that stuff listed there for you. So anyway, I just wanted to let you know, if, if you're interested, just email me, and I'll send you the price list and in, information I have on, on the products as well, um, and how to order. So uh, let's go further here. Uh, so a fellow panelist reported that after Dr. Senna's presentation, all of the 70 or so people in attendance were squirming. Now this is after she had said that um, by 2025, one in two children will be autistic. Okay. So during during after she said that, um, the people in attendance were squirming in their seats, likely because they now had serious misgivings about serving their children or themselves anything with corn or soy which are nearly all genetically modified and thus tainted with Roundup and it's um, glyphosate. Okay, so we're, we're going to get into this next. Okay, so continuing further, uh, sorry to stop there for a sec. Uh, Dr. Sonoff noted the ubiquity of uh, glyphosate's use. Because it is used in corn and soy, all soft drinks and candy sweetened with corn syrup. Remember, or now I think they're calling it fructose because it's high fructose corn syrup. I think they've shortened it to fructose, okay, to try to trick everybody because these are slimy devils from the pits of hell and they want you to be putting this stuff into your body. So all candy sweetened with corn syrup and, and chips and cereals that contain soy fillers. Soy's in everything. You go to the health food store and it's the main ingredient in, in almost all the bars. I mean, it's like... You have to go out of your way to stay away from all the devil's soy they're putting in everything. And this is how they're getting people in the health food industry. They think that they're going and they're doing something good for themselves. The main ingredient in these, these a lot of the products are in soy. And it's total death. So, um, and they're GMO soy and corn, even worse. So they're frankenfoods on top of everything else. Um, now also, 
<clears throat> the, our beef and poultry also have um, the glyphosate in them since the cattle and chicken are fed GMO soy and corn. So unless you're buying organic meat, you're getting the, the whole you know, aspect of that as well. Wheat is often sprayed with Roundup just prior to being harvested. This is something that they've been doing now because they can bring their harvest to market quicker, I've read. And um, that way they can get a better price because they're the first ones in the door when the demand's the highest. So these devil farmers are, are spraying it with Roundup just prior to being harvested. Sorry, but I mean, that, that really is evil to do that, okay? Which means that all the non-toxic organic bread and wheat products would also be sources, uh, the non-organic bread and wheat products would also be sources of glyphosate toxicity. Okay, that's pretty noteworthy because if you eat a sandwich somewhere and it has a wheat bun or a wheat whatever, you're, you're getting the Roundup glyphosate from that as well because they're spraying the wheat. So, I mean, it's I hate to say this, but I mean, it's almost like unless you're eating organic as much as possible, you're getting exposed to this stuff all the time. The amount of glyphosate in each product may not be large, but the cumulative effect, especially with as much processed foods as Americans eat, could be devastating. A recent study shows that pregnant women living near farms where pesticides are applied have a 60% increase risk of children having an autism spectrum disorder. Well, I almost, almost guarantee you, the vast majority of those women are also vaccinating their children. But if they live near a, a farm where pesticides are applied, you can bump that up by another 60%. Other toxic substances may also be autism inducing. You may recall our story on the CDC whistleblower who revealed the government's deliberate concealment of the link between MMR vaccines for measles, mumps, rubella, and a sharply increased risk of autism. Well, again, we just talked about that. Okay, so um, that's another thing that happens with MMR, sharply increasing your risk of, of autism, particularly in African-American boys. Other studies show a link between children's exposure to pesticides and autism. Children who live in homes with vinyl floors, which can emit... Uh, uh, phthalate chemicals are more likely to have autism. Children whose mothers smoked were also twice as likely to have autism. So see, it's not just one thing, but it is a cumulative effect. And I do believe the base, the foundation of all of this is when they really started ramping up the vaccines in the 80s. This is when you started seeing autism actually come on the scene. Research now acknowledges that environmental contaminants such as PCBs, P PBDEs and mercury can alter brain neuron functioning even before a child is born. Uh, this month, the USDA released a study finding that although there were detectable levels of pesticide residue in more than half of the food tested by the agency, 99% of samples taken were found to be within levels the government deems safe. Oh, we know those, those results aren't, are, are definitely you know credible. And 40% were found to have no detectable pesticides at all. The USDA, the USDA added, however, that due to, quote, cost concerns, it did not test for residues of glyphosate, which is the main pesticide that's being sprayed on everything via Monsanto. So let's repeat that. They would never, they never tested for the active ingredient in the most widely used herbicide in the world because of cost concerns. Liars. How absurd, unless they mean it will cost them too much in terms of special relationships between the USDA and Monsanto, because they're all in collusion. You may recall the revolving door between Monsanto and the federal government, with agency officials becoming high-paid executives, and vice versa. Money, power, prestige, it's all there. Monsanto and the USDA love to scratch each other's backs. Clearly, this omission was purposeful. I just heard the other day that good old Rand Paul's taking money from Monsanto as well. <laughs> Anyway, in addition, as we have previously reported, the number of adverse reactions from vaccines can be correlated um, as well with autism. And that was really, again, the bedrock of this whole thing. Now, if we go further, Monsanto claims that Roundup is harmless to humans. Bacteria, fungi, algae, parasites, and plants use a seven-step metabolic route known as the Shikamati pathway for the biosynthesis of aromatic amino acids. Glyphosate inhibits this pathway, causing the plant to die. 
This is how it works, I guess. Which is why it is such an effective herbicide. Monsanto says humans don't have the shikamati pathway, so it's perfectly safe. Just like saying cyanide's perfectly safe. Dr. Seneff points out, however, that our gut bacteria do have this pathway, and that's crucial because these bacteria supply our body with crucial amino acids. Roundup thus kills beneficial gut bacteria, allowing pathogens to grow, and interferes with the synthesis of amino acids, including methionine, which leads to a shortage of critical neurotransmitters and folate. So guess what? The Roundup, the glyphosate in that, kills our beneficial gut bacteria, which, what also kills it? Well, antibiotics in the food, that also kills it. You take antibiotics for a cold or an infection, kills all your beneficial bacteria in the gut. Seems like Sane's really, really, really concerned about killing off all your healthy flora in your gut, which comprises like some gigantic percentage of your immune system and helps break down toxins in the intestinal tract and produces B vitamins and does all of this really, really super mega important stuff. The flora in your intestinal system. Most people are walking around with probably no flora <laughs> or like barely any whatsoever because they're, they're killing it off in so many different ways. It doesn't even have a chance. So if it's that near and dear to Satan that this happened to you, well, it must, it's something that you might want to look at. We're going to look at that in a second. Even worse, she notes, additional chemicals in Roundup are untested because they're classified as, quote, inert. Yet, according to a 2014 study in Biomed Research International, these chemicals are capable of amplifying the toxic effects of Roundup hundreds of times over. So it's just like all the, the garbage that we're probably not even privy to in the vaccines. Well, there's all of these other chemicals in Roundup that are amping up the toxic effects of it hundreds of times over, all by design to kill you all the more quicker. Glyphosate is present in unusually high quantities in breast milk of American mothers at anywhere from 760 to 1,600 times the allowable limits in European drinking water. This is at 760%. This is 760 to 1600 times the allowable limits in European drinking water, the glyphosate. This is in breast milk in the mothers. So they are literally, even though breast milk is God's perfect food for the baby, most mothers, if they are breastfeeding and they're not aware of this information, they haven't modified their diet, they are literally poisoning their children with their own breast milk. Now, I know I was just advocating it, but I'm saying that, again, Satan's always trying to taint everything. So this is something that you would really, really, really want to be aware of as a breastfeeding mother or if you were having a child. Uh, urine testing shows Americans have 10 times the glyphosate accumulation as Europeans. It's because of the unbridled use of the Monsanto Roundup on the crops. In my view, the situation is almost beyond repair, Dr. Senoff said after her presentation. She said, we need to do something drastic. Well, Monsanto needs to be destroyed and brought down as a company. I mean, that would be the, the first start because they are pure evil, okay? I mean, we've done so many reports on them. I, I won't even know where to begin. Just key in Monsanto in the keyword search box. Pure evil with an absolutely total dark satanic agenda. Now, as I said, the main thing that, that one of the main things it annihilates in your body is your gut flora, is, is the flora in your intestinal tract, okay? Small and large, but... So, if you get flora, okay, go to a health food store and try to get one that's in the refrigerated section and, and ask the person there, what is the best one you've, in your opinion, the best refrigerated flora product you have, okay, um, and try to get the best one that you can afford, Okay, take it on an empty stomach. Do not take it with food. You do not want the flora to be digested. You want to do it first thing in the morning on an empty stomach or before bed. Okay, um, the ones that I carry, the professional line that I carry from Innate Response Formula, and I know these ones are really good. I mean, I, I use these myself. Um, the most popular one I have is the Flora 2014. 
I mean, and it has 20 billion cells, I think, and there's 14 different strains, okay? And then I also have one that is the Flora 5014, which is a really strong one. I'm taking that one currently, but I only take one of those once every two to three days because it's really a, a lot of the flora and, and it's, it's one of those things that uh, I don't think you'd have to take one of those every day. So from that point, it's, it's a little more convenient for some people. It comes at a 30 and a 60 count. And then if you've never done any flora, let's say this is the first time you've ever heard this and you've ne you don't even know about this. Well, what you want to do is do a seven day intensive um, program to put the good flora back into your system, okay, as quickly as possible. And for that, we have the flora 214. So that one, I'm just reading the, the, the uh, I don't know, the label. Um, you just do one per day for seven days, okay? And it is literally per capsule, it is 200 billion cells of 14 different non-competing healthy bacterial strains, okay, um, for your intestinal tract, okay? And so that, that is the most intense one I have. If you've never done any flora, that would be the one I would recommend you do first because, and then you can go to something like a flora 2014, like, you know, every day, and then, or, or a flora 5014 where you could do every two to three days a capsule. It kind of depends how you do. I mean, if, if you need the flora 2014 because it's going to keep you, it also helps keep you a lot more regular for most people, um, particularly women. And that's something that women a lot of times have a big problem with. And I would typically start here with any type of intestinal program because this is this also acts to help detoxify the body okay it's not like a bowel detoxer but having a healthy flora population does help to detoxify the body it does have a lot to do with with your own immune system function it has a lot to do with how you process food it has a lot to do with keeping a healthy environment in the intestinal tract and also b vitamin production and also it is the main thing that competes with candida in the intestinal tract the flora if you have no flora, you're going to have massive amounts of candida in the intestinal tract because something's going to be there to take its place. And again, with just eating non-organic meat, that's enough to kill off your flora because it has all the antibiotics in the meat you're eating. If you've taken a cycle, you've wiped out your flora. The glyphosate on, on, in the high fructose corn syrup and on any soy or on any wheat product you're taking, that also wipes it out. So there's a, a ton of different ways. So this is something that's super important to bear that in mind. And also then the, the last one I have is the chewable probiotic from the Nature's Dynamic Kids Garden. Um, and that's the one I have for, for the children. For if they, You could open up the capsules, but this is one they can actually chew. So anyway, um, let's go further here. Uh, flu shot hoax admitted no control trials demonstrating demonstrating a decrease in influenza. This is from Natural News. We've just published a photo uh, of the flu flu shot vaccine inserts, which openly admit they are no, there are no controlled trials showing the shots work at all. Okay, here is here is the picture. I posted it in the PDF. It says why do millions of Americans fall for the flu shot scam each year? This is one for. Flu-Laval, influenza, influenza virus vaccine, suspension for intramuscular injection, 2013-2014 formula, and they, they did, they highlighted the one line, indication under indications and usage, the last line says, there have been no controlled trials adequately demonstrating a decrease in influenza disease after influenza disease. You get the flu, it's a disease. Oh, no. They love to label everything as a disease. There have been no controlled trials adequately demonstrating a decrease in influenza disease after vaccination with flu Laval. They admit it right on their insert, but they don't give you the insert when they give you the vaccine. They don't give that to you. You don't have access to that. So again, you're totally in the dark. You're being destroyed for lack of knowledge. You're, 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 if you're getting this, you're, you're ignorant, of, ignorant of Satan's devices and he is getting an advantage of you as a result of that ignorance. Okay? So let's go further here. Um, let me see here. 
Um, this is a email from a listener, David, and I entitled this Vaccines, Injectable Nanorobots, and Mark of the Beast. This, this is probably, of all the stuff I'm covering in this teaching, this is probably some of the most heavy-duty information. This is so mind-blowing to me, what we're going to be covering here. Wait do you hear this. He said, hey, Dr. Scott, you've just come across the most extraordinary... Um, extraordinary scientific medical information. The information I have found cross-references your research and interfaces with vaccines. Check this out. Professor Ido Bachelet announces a, a 2015 human trial of DNA nanorobots. These are nanorobots that are made of DNA. I thought I heard it all. I thought it was bad enough that they're just nanorobots. No, these are ones that, that have DNA as a component of, of, of them. DNA nanorobots to fight cancer and soon to repair spinal cords. He indicates DNA nanorobots can currently identify parts in humans with 12 different types of cancer tumors. A human patient with late stage leukemia will be given the DNA nanorobot treatment. Without the DNA nanorobot treatment, the patient would be expected to die in the summer of 2015. Based upon animal trials, they expect to remove the cancer within one month. Remember, it's all about what the medical and what Big Brother is going to do for you. Oh, you have, you have a deficiency of injectable nanorobots. It, it's not all of the things we're doing to give you cancer in the vaccines. And in the, I mean, that's, that's a whole subject they haven't even covered. The, 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 um, the, the simian virus and the polio vaccines, that, that the SV40 virus, that is a cancer virus that they've injected from the polio vaccines going back into the 60s, gives you cancer. It's like a ticking time bomb in your body. And so many of these ingredients give you, they're trying to do everything they can do to give us cancer, and then they come up with the solution, the injectable DNA nanorobots. I'm not making this stuff up. Without the DNA nanorobot treatment, the patient would be expected to die in the summer of 2015. But based on animal trials, they expect to remove the cancer within one month. Within one to two years, they hope to have spinal cord repair working in animals and then shortly thereafter in humans. Meaning the little DNA nanorobots go in there and repair your spinal cord. It would be hard though because they inject like a trillion into you. And how do you tip every one of them? You know, like they're doing you this big favor and you can't give them a little $1 bill because they've done their job. I, I'm sorry. I anyway, you need to give them a little, little, uh, I don't know, a little bonus. I don't know. Anyway, so this is working in tissue cultures. Previously, Idio Bachelet and Sean Douglas have published work on DNA nanorobots in the Journal of Nature and other respected science publications. One trillion, fifty nanometer nano robot meaning that's how big they are 50 nanometer which is really really tiny one trillion of these 50 nanometer dna nanorobots in a syringe will be injected into the people to perform cellular surgery only one trillion one trillion new little friends roaming around my body that have their own foreign DNA? Hmm. I wonder if I'm even human anymore. Well, you're really not. You're part nanorobot. You got a hundred trillion buddies roaming around, doing their thing with their own DNA. And you're transhuman. You're post-human. You're human 2.0. You're not fully human anymore, buddy. But hey, you don't got cancer. And that spinal cord's repaired. You can walk. We're going to talk more about that in a second. The DNA nanorobots have been tuned to not cause an immune response. They have been adjusted for several different kinds of medical procedures. Procedures can be quick or ones that last many days. Drugs that were withdrawn from market for excessive toxicity can be combined with the DNA nanorobots for effective delivery. Oh, that's a, that's a match made in hell there. 
well, they're so the drugs were so toxic we couldn't even use them. But now we can combine them with our DNA nanorobots for effective delivery. What's well, not the like? Where do I sign up? The tiny molecular computers of the DNA nanorobots can provide molecular molecular selective control for powerful med medicines that were already developed. These nanorobots can seek and kill cancer cells, mimic social insect behaviors, what? And carry out logical operators like a computer in a living animal and they can be controlled from an Xbox? What? Well, what does the guy do? Have like a joystick and he's like guiding the little devils around your body? No, this is true. <laughs> what? This is what they're saying. Idio Ido Bachelet earned his PhD from the Hebrew University in Jerusalem and was a postdoctoral fellow at MIT and Harvard University. He is currently an assistant professor at the Faculty of Life Sciences in the Nano Center at Bar. Ilian University, Israel, and the founder of several biotech companies. Listen to this guy. I'm going to play this clip. Here's this. The doctors, the doctors don't give him a lot of time. They, they give him maybe until the, the summer of 2015. So this is the cancer patient that hasn't been given a lot of time. They give him until summer. And this is the one they want to inject the, the injectable nanorobots in because obviously they're going to use a case like this where the guy has nothing to lose. He's going to die. Okay, I mean, it's not like he's not going to die if he continues down this road. So in that case, they're going to find a willing volunteer in this guy, case this guy he's talking about. And um, here's what he says. And these robots are going to scan every cell in his body. These robots are going to scan every cell in his body, these injectable nanorobots. And cells that, that they will recognize as leukemia cells, they will destroy specifically without even touching the other cell types. And judging from what we saw, judging from what we saw in animals, within a month that, that person is going to recover. So he's saying within a month that will recover, judging on what they've seen in animals. Okay, he's gonna be cured from incurable cancer in a month. He was scheduled not to even make it into the summer of 2015. He's going, he's going to recover, sorry? Just that soon? That's a yes. No, it's not. It's not science fiction. It's already. Wow. It's already happening. We published two papers: one in Science, and one in Nature. Now. So he's saying this is not scientific. Not science fiction. They've already published papers. They've already been doing the studies on the animals in the lab. They're injectable DNA nanorobots. Do you realize when this is known and when this really gets out, people are going to be beating down the doors, begging for this. I mean, and again, I think people are going to beg for the mark of the beast as well, which I believe this heavily relates to. I'm not saying this is the mark of the beast, but let me tell you something. You get 100 trillion of these dudes injected into you, you're not fully human anymore. You're human and you're something, you're also part machine. You're also in part this other DNA of these nanorobots and part, part machine. I don't know how God views you anymore. You know what I mean? So it's just not something I would want to take a chance on. Technology about this uh, this thing, and um, so this could again this could revolutionize everything we know about drugs, about medicine. Um, afterwards, what we're working on now is robots that will imagine once a year you're going to you're, you will go to the physician and you will receive a small injection, and those robots in the injection will screen your entire system. They will find Right now, they can identify 12 types of tumors. Can, can you imagine? This is your yearly checkup. You go, you get your, your, your yearly injection of injectable nanorobots, and they screen your whole body from head to toe, and they tell you anything that's going wrong, and then they can probably, at that point, program them to say, okay, correct this, and it's corrected. Granted, you, you're not human anymore, but hey, you know, I mean, you know, not fully human. You're part cyborg, and... You have foreign DNA, but you know that's the trade-offs. Metastasis, they, they, they will be able to to even recognize, to even identify single cells that are that became abnormal, that, that, that have this carcinogenic potential. They'll be able to eliminate them. They'll be able to. Um, we're working now on versions of these robots that can uh, um, 
help fix injured spinal cords. How they do that? Because you know that when, when the spinal cord gets injured, so this, the spinal cord is actually a bundle of tens of thousands of nerve fibers, and these nerves can't reach between the, the two halves of the same fiber can't find each other. So these robots can actually sense that tear and build a bridge to guide the cells to grow in the, in the true direction. That's already working in tissue culture, not in animals yet. But hopefully within a year or two, we'll be able to do that as well. So this is something, this technology we've been working on for the past three years. And it's eventually, hopefully, we're, it's next generation therapeutics or next generation surgery is not sci-fi. It's already, it's already reality. <laughs> that was, to me, that was absolutely just jaw-dropping, what we just heard. Um, I can't even comprehend it. Thank you very much. So one word of notice oh, before on. we begin. Oh, All now here's, here's him speaking at TED. Okay, TD. This is TED Med. So uh, this is, um, you know, um, uh, Bill Gates, you know, where his has his TED conferences. Well, this is the one for the MDs. So it's not like this guy isn't getting out there and, and being heard. Okay, it's really sobering stuff. Within the article, there are videos which appear to be professional medical conference seminars, and I give you the link to it, whereby the nanorobots are intended to be injected into the body, carry out many sorts of modifications, and even destroy diseased cells or tissues. The presenter officially announced that human trials are to commence in 2015 using these DNA nanorobots to carry out invasive surgical procedures. The scientist believes that this will be part of the medical procedure within five years. And as we understand it, the goal is the injection of the nanorobots to change the DNA of the human being, making the person transhuman. Because they are made from DNA, they can bypass the immune system controlling the molecules, reprogramming them, and replicating the changes throughout the body. So it sounds like through their DNA, they're going to change your DNA. Not just going to be like their DNA is going to be separate from yours. They're going to change your DNA. This is, I mean, I couldn't caution you more <laughs> regarding any type of procedure. Now, I'm running out of time here, so I'm going to have to stop here, and I'm going to go over in the next part, well, that and a whole bunch of other stuff, but I'm going to start out by going over the teachings I've done already on this specific subject of transhumanism, DNA, and corrupting the seed of mankind, which has always been Satan's goal. You know, going all the way back to, to Genesis 6. So, God bless you, and we will see you in part 4.